0: Hello and welcome to the Happy Author Podcast with me, Dorothy Coombson. I'm a multi-award winning best-selling author and I'm here to help demystify the publishing world for anyone who writes books, wants to write books or just has a love and passion for books. Hopefully you'll have had the chance to listen to the first episode of this podcast where I explained who I am and why I started this. Today's episode is dedicated to letting you know what you can do right now to help you become a better author. I know some of you aren't published yet, but these tips are super relevant to you wherever you are in your publishing and writing career. I know some of you listening are readers rather than writers, so at the end I'll list a couple of things that you can do to help the book industry and will help you as a reader get access to books and exclusive book content. All right, let's start with the nine things you can do right now to help you become a better author. I know it's weird that there are nine, but I broke down the points in a particular way because they naturally fell that way and they naturally needed to be discussed that way. And I can't unbreak them, if that makes sense. So, nine ways. Here we go. Number one, find five authors whose books are on your shelves and e-readers right now and follow them on social media if you aren't already doing that. Traditionally, and certainly when I was trying to get published... Finding out about authors was really difficult. You had to wait for a newspaper or even more rarely a magazine article about them. And even then only certain people were featured. Now you have such easy access to authors and their work as well as an insight into their lives like you've never had before. Use it. Take this opportunity and use it wherever you can. Pick authors whose work you have in your house and find out about them by following them on social media. I have to have a little aside, a little caveat, that if the person you're following turns out to be nasty or hateful, um, you're allowed to unfollow them and find somebody else to take their place. And there are loads and loads of other authors who can take their places. I'm not being precious, just realistic. Don't clog up your mental space with someone who makes you unhappy or anxious or angry. There's a, a line between being challenged and having your boundaries pushed by somebody who makes you think about things in a different way and someone who's just plain awful. You don't need me to spell that out for you. You know. You know if following that person, reading their posts, reading about them makes you anxious, makes you unhappy, makes you sad, makes you angry, then leave them. Unfollow them and move on because as I said before there are so many other authors to choose from. Number two is a bit like the first point. Today, find five authors that you've never heard of and follow them. How do I find them if I've never heard of them? I hear you cry. Well, look on the followers and following lists of authors you have heard of, the ones that you're following. I follow a lot of authors. Most professional authors follow other authors. So, go down their lists and find five from that and follow them. Or, Look online on book buying websites for their bestseller lists. Check out the bestseller lists in newspapers and book publishing trade magazines. Check the short lists and long lists for book prizes. There are so many different lists out there. Read those lists and pick at least five authors you haven't heard of and engage with their work. The same caveat applies here as it did before. But when you're doing this, make sure that the majority of the writers you've never heard of and that you're going to start following are different from you. They need to write in a genre that you don't want to write in. You know, so if you're if it's a romance you write, then follow a thriller writer. If it's thrillers you write, follow a romance writer. If you're writing adult books, follow at least one children's author or middle grade author try to make sure that they are a different gender to you as well, as well as a different race. That's an important one, actually. And I know some of you out there have gone, ugh, she's talking about race, and you don't want me to talk about race. But as I said in my first episode, that's going to happen a lot with this podcast. I'm a black woman, and a lot of the things that have happened to me, bad as well as good, have been informed or influenced by the fact I'm a black writer. That's just the way it is, and that I'm going to talk about it. If you really don't want to hear about it then absolutely fine. Let's decide that this isn't a podcast for you and I really wish you well on your writing journey. The reason why I'm telling you to find authors whose books are outside of your race and gender and life experience as well as your genre is that one of the best ways of being a better writer is to immerse yourself in something that's different from you. There are so many stories that being told out there in different ways. Go out there and discover them. Discover their authors and expand your mind and knowledge of the world. It will really feed into your storytelling abilities and also your knowledge of what is possible when it comes to telling stories. Okay, number three on this guide to being a better author is to immerse yourselves in interviews and blogs of authors. Read, watch, listen to interviews by successful authors and less successful ones, and the ones who are doing just as well in between the two. There are loads of interviews out there now. There are websites, blogs, podcasts, videos, YouTube videos. So many of them will give you access to writers' lives. On my website, dorothycoomeson.co.uk, I'm currently running a series of interviews called The Bookmark, which gives you An insight into other authors in their lives. The reason I'm telling you to read interviews and engage in interviews and blog posts by other authors is not only does it give you a peek into their writing processes, which is really invaluable, it tells you their story of getting published. A lot of the time they will have the journey to getting published and how they got there from where you are now. And it is a brilliant reminder that writers are ordinary people. They have their struggles and triumphs like all of us. And just when you're reading, remember, if they can do it, then you can potentially do it too. If this is a job for you, then find out about how other people do the job and how it can help you to get there too. Number four. Number four on the list is to follow publishers. Pretty much every single publishing house that I know has a social media presence. I really hope you're already doing this, but if you're not, fire every social media once you finish listening to this and follow as many publishers as you can. There are so many out there. The large ones, small ones, independent ones, corporations. Find them for your region, as in the UK, US, Portugal, wherever, and follow them. Where you've had no books published or 16 books published like me, find out what publishers are up to. I follow pretty much every publisher I can because it's part of my job. It is part of setting the backdrop for the job I do to know what other publishers are up to, who they're publishing, who's moved to their publishing house, who's left their publishing house how they're publishing certain books, what covers they're using now at the moment, what colour palettes they're using. This is the way to find out. This is the way to find out about the world that you want to be a part of. Also, another reason to follow publishers is that they are generally followed by the people who work there, so especially especially editors who could be looking at the, your work in the future. So following them, following the editors and the publishers is a really good way of finding out what an editor likes, what sort of things they retweet and what things they share, what sort of things, posts they like. Those are the ways to find out if an editor is going to be the person that you could possibly work with. You can find editors by checking their job titles in their bios. Also, another reason for following publishers is that periodically, Publishers have open submission calls for people who don't have agents. They often have schemes, writing schemes, mentorship schemes that you might be eligible for. So if you follow them, this is one of the ways that you're most likely to find out about them first. Number five. Number five is to do the same, basically, with literary agents. Look in the Writer's Handbook and the Writer's and Artist Yearbook for the names of agents and their agencies look at who they represent, and then find them on social media. You can get a good idea of whether an agent is the right one for you from following them on social media. Also, you'll be the first to know if they do have open submissions. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes I've heard of agents going on road trips where they go around to different cities and ask for people to come and meet them with a view to being represented by their agency. Sometimes the bigger agencies run schemes to mentor people or writing workshops. Find these people on social media, follow them, learn about the things that you wouldn't normally hear about, the things you often would hear about a long time after they've happened. Next, we're on to number six. And number six could be quite controversial. And this is to buy the books of the authors that you've started following. I know you're probably thinking, oh, come on, Coombson, have you really just got us listening to you so you can tell us to buy your book? And you know what? A while back, I would have been really squeamish about saying that and I would have felt really bad. But not now. Now I know that every industry out there is under pressure and I know that I have to get over my squeamishness and be bold and state that you need to support our industry. I'm saying our industry because you want to be a writer, you are a writer, you're a new writer, you're just up and coming published, that's your industry, that's the place that you want to put your work out into, so you have to support it, you know, it's just, it really is that simple, I always try to support the book world by helping other authors whenever I can, I can't always because I have only got so many hours in a day, but I I support my industry by buying books. As a best-selling author, I get sent a lot of books. People are often asking me to endorse their book, give them a quote, you know, put a post up on social media or something about their books. And I do that whenever I can. I do my, I really, honestly, I do my level best to support authors by doing that. But whenever I'm given a book and I manage to read it, I also go out and buy it. I buy a copy of that book when it's published because I want to support that author financially. And if I support an author financially, I am supporting the book industry. If you can't afford to buy all the books by the authors you're following, then, you know, engage with their posts. If you like their book, tell your family and friends, you know, write reviews, be as engaged and supportive as you can if you can't support them financially. Those things I've just listed are excellent ways to support writers and it's almost a way of paying it forward for an industry that you want to be a part of because we need to keep buying books to make sure that it is still there for when you come up to your 16th or 17th book. So support the industry you're a part of and buy books. Buy my book buy other people's books, but you know what? Try to buy books. Number seven, might seem like it's from left field, but join a library and then use that library. It is really difficult, I know, to do that in lockdown and social distancing times, but a lot of libraries are finding ways around it to give you access to books. Some libraries even offer ebook borrowing, which is a fantastic way of you getting access to books, even in these times. And even before all the social distancing and lockdowns were happening, libraries were being closed. And that was, for me, that's a huge tragedy. But one of the reasons why they were able to be closed was we were constantly told that people don't use libraries. People absolutely do use libraries. My local library was under threat of closure. It still is, to be fair. And they said, they kept saying that people didn't use it and people did use it. It just, they didn't seem to use it in the way that was quantifiable. And therefore they were trying to find a justification to shut it down. Hopefully that won't happen and we're all fighting it, but you know, join a library. Not only would you be helping to keep that library open at a time when too many of them being closed, if an author is registered on the public lending rights scheme, which is known by most people as PLR, the authors get a small payment for every loan of their books that goes out there. And it is a small payment, but it can add up and it can be very helpful to a lot of authors to have that. So, you know, join a library, use your library, take out books, it's free and it's wonderful, but also you are helping your industry again. You know, it's a real boost to an author to see that people have been borrowing their books from the library. And if you are an author and you have have had anything published, look up the PLR scheme, sign up for it and get your book registered. Because that's how you get the pennies for every book that is lent out. Number eight on the how to be a better author list is to support and follow independent booksellers and bookshops. This has been an especially challenging time for them like it has been for all of us, I'm not going to pretend it hasn't been really difficult for a lot of us, we've all been struggling and it has been a real struggle for the people who will hopefully sell your books in the future or who sell your books now if you are already published. At the moment there's a new website that's recently been launched called bookshop.org and it's brought together lots of independent bookshops loads of them over a hundred at the moment are registered with them so independent bookshops can have a central place for people to go and try and buy books from them they each have an individual shop on the site and it's like you go online shopping in that bookshop and you'll have your books sent to you have a look it's an incredible innovation and I'm, I'm really pleased it's there I'm really pleased that anything that's been created to help independent booksellers and bookshops and this is where you come in You want them to sell your books in the future. You want them to support you. I mean, I have had such fantastic support from lots of independent booksellers and I try and support them wherever I can. You want them to sell your books, so try and support them. If you can't afford to regularly buy their books, then share their posts, recommend them to other people if you're happy with their service. Look on this new website, bookshop.org. Buy book tokens from them so that people can spend them in there. Do as much as you can to support independent booksellers. They are the people who are going to sell your book. They are the people who are going to champion your books. And you can be really helpful by supporting them in whichever way you can. So here we are at number nine. I know, like I say, I know it's a bit old, but number nine is where we are. Number nine is where we're going to end. But my final tip for how to be a better author, and this tip supersedes all the other points, is to sit down and write. I know I'm making it sound very simple and that it sounds way too easy for me to sit here 16 books in and go, just sit down and write. But sometimes it really is that simple. It really needs to be that simple. Just write. I'm not talking about writing a book. I'm not talking even about writing a short story. I am talking about whenever you get a chance, whenever you get a moment, sit down and write something, write a couple of lines, a couple of sentences, a couple of pages, it doesn't have to go anywhere, you don't have to show it to anybody, it doesn't have to be part of a book, but just get something, get into the habit of having something in your head that you need to get on paper, or on computer, because most of us don't use pen and paper anymore, but get into the habit of just sitting down and writing, even if it's just a tiny bit. When this podcast ends, obviously don't switch off yet. Just try sitting down and writing something, just a few lines, because the more you write, the better you'll get at it. It's that simple. Write as much as you can. If you're writing a book, great. If you're between books, write something else. If you're trying to write a short story and it's not going well, write something else. Write a few other passages of something else, another story, something else, a a description or something. Just write. That is my final tip, like I say. My final tip on how to be a better author is to just write as much as you can, whenever you can. That's the end of my tips for how to be a better author, but don't switch off just yet. I promised some tips for listeners who are readers instead of writers. And I really hope if you're an author that you're also a reader because that is vital. I probably should have said that before. It is vital for your industry to be a reader as well as a writer. I do actually go into this in more detail in a later podcast post. But for now, I'm talking to the reader part of writers and the reader part of readers if that makes sense. For readers who aren't writers and for the reader part of writers there are ways for you to support the industry the book industry and that will give you access to books and exclusive book content. Much like I said to authors before start by following publishers big and little independent and not follow them on social media and sign up for their newsletters. Every publisher will have a newsletter. I'm telling you to do this because not only do they regularly let you know about their new books that are being published, especially from new authors, they also regularly have competitions, giveaways, previews, and they give you a heads up on exclusive events with their authors, especially their bigger name authors. They tend to send out the information before they put it up on their social media, which is why one of the best ways to get in on the know is to sign up for a publisher's newsletter. Also sign up for author's newsletters if they have them, because they often will be used by their publishers, again, to give exclusive content or to give early content. So follow publishers and sign up for their newsletters and their social media. Another way for you to support the book industry is to support independent booksellers and bookshops. As I mentioned there's a new website called bookshop.org which you should really check out but also following the social media accounts of indie bookshops and booksellers is a fantastic way to help them. Not only will their follow account go up but if you start to share their posts and details of their shops as much as you can you'll give them a real boost. It will help the world out there, the people who are following you, the people in your life, to know about them so that they can buy from them. Also, you're more likely to get signed books from independent booksellers. A lot of authors have a connection with independent bookshops, so they will have signed copies. And as we all know, everybody loves signed copies for presents. A final way for readers to support writers and the book industry is to leave reviews about the books you've loved. I mean, if you're that way inclined, you could even start a book blog or a book review blog. But just a few positive lines on your social media platform can make all the difference to a book's success. I'm not kidding here. You really can help create the success of a book by writing a few positive lines on your social media because the people who follow you are more likely to believe that it is true. People respond best to reviews from people they know. So if you're telling somebody, I love this, this was funny, this was scary, this was amazing, the people in your life are far more likely to believe that and to try the book out for themselves. Reviews and recommendations are gold. They're gold dust. So if you as a reader want to support the book industry and authors, the best way is to leave a review, a few positive lines on a book buying website or on your own social media, or just to tell the person you next see how much you loved a particular book. Okay, so that's it. Those are my ways to be a better author and the ways that readers can support the book industry and authors. A lot of it, I'm sure you'll notice, is all about engaging with book industry. Going beyond just sitting on the outskirts, feeling like you're looking in from the outside, and that this is something, an industry that you can never be a part of, even though you desperately want to be a part of it. Stop feeling like that and start engaging. Don't go overboard, though. Don't expect replies from the authors you follow or you try to engage with. This is just a way for you to empower yourself, to be informed and clued up and to feel like you're a part of the world that you are working in. I hope you found this helpful and informative. And you can see that a lot of them don't take that much effort. So you can start implementing those changes to help you become a better author today. Keep writing, keep reading, keep happy. Talk to you soon. Bye.